the truth of the matter is you were born deserving and yes. you will die deserving. You've always been deserving. Woohoo! <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Here, cheers to that. Come here, Chica. Woohoo! Thank God. <laughs> that is absolute truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's nothing you gotta do to prove it <laughs> yeah. or to. No! No, it's you just, just gotta unlayer yes. that shit. You yeah. just gotta unravel it. You gotta give it back. Like, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like 29, 30 years old. I'm only 33. Yes. <laughs> That's right. 33, right? Yes. Right. Today. I was gonna make a comment, but I threw myself under the bus at this point. You said you're at age seven, several times. If you don't know it, go back. Go and back watch to the podcast. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. Welcome! <laughs> Here we are again. Here we are again. We're in um, beautiful Kelowna. So we've actually um, got this nice little spot here with you can see the beautiful lake behind us and um, we're just gonna prove to everybody that Kelowna is that beautiful. So sorry. Not yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah we're um, gonna just connect on a few things and I think one of the things that we were feeling a bit inspired about um, recently and it's kind of been a lend to maybe some of the other podcasts that we've uh, recently had which is talking a little bit more about kind of um, intuition and really like um, recognizing what our needs are and how we move forward and I think that the you know we've alluded to intuition a few times but I think there's a real conversation to be had around what does that actually mean? What does that look like? What is that? Uh, how do we access that? And what's the purpose of that? And obviously, you know, in order for us to set boundaries, you know, make decisions that are right for us, we actually have to know who we are and we have to know we're worthy and, and uh, desiring of those things. So we're kind of like breaking it down, I think, a little bit just to kind of start from the beginning so that it's not we're not talking about things that people are like, I don't know, I don't get that. Um, you know, one of my, for all those Oprah lovers or <laughs> not, <laughs> um, you know, one of the quotes that she said, you know, I grew up, you know, watching mm. her after schools and whatever. You grew up? I did. <laughs> sort I of. Didn't. <laughs> well, We're not going to tell mind. anybody. We haven't yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. Grew totally. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the, one of the. Um, quotes that she had at the very like it was like her last episode on air that she ever had and it was just her talking to the audience and one of the things that she had said which really spoke to me was the one thing that she'd learned from interviewing people through her whole career was that um, she really felt like the theme that people are always coming with no matter what challenge and struggle because often you're interviewing people who've been through hard times and she's like, it's constantly, the theme I see is that people are born worthy and then they spend the rest of their lives with the world telling them why they're not. And her whole thing was, you know, it's about recognizing your own value and worth that you already were born with. And, I, mm -hmm. you know, I say that to my mm -hmm. patients too, is like, you're not missing, you're not anything, you're not broken. It's just a matter of, we have to reclaim it. Mm -hmm. We were born worthy. And mm -hmm. then through our circumstances and situations, we get the impression that we're not. 
And so how do we regain that? How do we come into, what does self-love look like? Mm. You know, that's mm. part of, you know, True. tapping into our knowing of ourself. It means taking care of our needs, but what are our needs? How do we, you know, that's, it's kind of that huge, big um, umbrella. So anyways, that's my lead in. Self-love. <laughs> self-love. So tell me what that looks like oh, for you. Oh, is that called selfish? Because <laughs> I've been not. called selfish a few times in my life and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Such a distorted word, right? It is a distorted word. I think that's another way that, that, that we get controlled, right? Oh, for 100%. Distort the word of don't take care of yourself because that's selfish, not if you take care of yourself, then you're actually capable capable and showing up in the world yeah, the available. best possible way you can. 100%. Oh, man, it was so freeing when I learned that when I was younger. And then, you know, bombing around a culture and society that really um, has a misunderstanding about mm -hmm. it. You know, they really have, I call it self-full, mm -hmm. you know, and I remember gradually learning about that in my early 20s and so on and, and going, okay, how do I implement this now, mm -hmm. though? How do I just outwardly put myself first right. and put myself first with me, number mm -hmm. one, yeah. and then put myself first in in society, in right. culture, in relationship right. and all those things, and then say, hey, put yourself first mm -hmm. and we're good. Right. You put yourself first. I put myself first. Let's see how that goes. Right. And it's going to go way better than a codependent relationship. Totally. Like you're responsible for mm -hmm. my, fa my happiness and my vitality right. and my right. blah, blah, blah. Right. So <clears throat> yeah, self love and self worth, man, when that, so what do we get? What, I mean, okay, let's just, let's break, break down. down. Let's break down self love. Because well, I think one of the things is what destroys it. Like, okay. Because if you think about self-love is like self-worth, it's self, um, self-esteem, self-confidence. It's also like a self-knowing, right? Yeah. Recognizing your needs so that you're capable of setting boundaries with people mm -hmm. and knowing what you, what's the right decision for you rather than being the indecision, which is such a big thing for people today because yeah. you're always thinking about like, what do I do? Or that's that mental chaos that mm -hmm. we get into. Um, so to me, like self-love is really recognizing who you are at each moment. Mm. And I think one of the easy way, easier ways or easy ways to understand it too is it's also what destroys it. Like if you're born worthy, if that, you know, I have kids, that precious baby is like the most valuable, precious, beautiful thing in the whole world. How do they get to where, you know, they don't feel like, you know, they're not taking care of themselves. They're not... Um, you know, just taking care of their bodies, their emotions, their, you know, and you can tell when we're not carrying self-love, self-respect, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to manifest in many ways in our life, right? So in it, in terms of parent-child relationship, mm -hmm. I have many children. Mm -hmm. They just don't have to happen to be biologically mine. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Nieces, nephews, you know, mm -hmm. your children mm -hmm. as my little nieces, nephews. Um, Parent-child relationship. So you asked, where does it break mm -hmm. down? First yes. and foremost, it breaks down because the parent doesn't, doesn't feel worthy. Yeah. So first and foremost, you that's can't the number it. one place that you can't you can't tell them right. and not be it. Right. You got to be it, and then you don't even need to right. tell them. And and you there's know? such a good book on this that I refer mm -hmm. a lot of times. It's one of my favorites. It's called um, Running on Empty, which. Mm -hmm. 
Have I mentioned yeah. this one before? Oh, yeah. I read it. It's, um, it's it talks about all different types of parenting strategies because it's not like one type of parent. Yeah. It's the realities we can't give anybody that which we don't have, mm -hmm. right? True. And so if you break it down, every single human being wants to feel loved, to feel accepted, to be mm -hmm. known, to be understood. Mm -hmm. And in children, that's even more so, oh, right? Yeah. They're oh, yeah. hyper dependent For on sure. being loved, being approved of, being validated. And so when a parent isn't capable of doing that for whatever reason, maybe they're distracted, maybe they're sick, maybe they're an alcoholic parent, maybe they're a passive parent, an authoritarian parent, a narcissist, a perfectionist, whatever it is, it just means that the kid's needs aren't met. And so if your needs aren't met growing up, when you're in that real vulnerable state of, I'm influenced by the world around me, then you quickly learn that your needs don't matter. Mm -hmm. And if your needs don't matter, then you mustn't be important. And so what does that do to your self-worth and value? Mm -hmm. I think what's really interesting about that, and again, um, you know, I've watched my brothers with their amazing children and you know, they're, they're doing an amazing mm -hmm. job in, this, in the circumstances they've mm -hmm. created for their, their mm -hmm. lives and their self, um, is as much as that we can try to be perfect mm -hmm. and worthy mm -hmm. and deserving and all of those things, we are a growing human being for the rest mm -hmm. of our life. Totally. Rest of our life. Totally. We are evolving, we're changing, we have phases and stages mm -hmm. we go through. And then we create this environment for our child, but then we go, hey, go outside and play. Mm -hmm. Hey, go to school. Right. And hey, go hang out with your friends. The only right. Yeah. right? So it is that also, it's that part of it that will break it down. Totally. Is community, who they're hanging out with, totally. who we are hanging out with. Yeah. Who are we? Their influences are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And. And I think also we can't, first of all, we can't protect it ourselves from it. Mm -mm. We, we're here to be human and have mm -hmm. this contrasting experience, but also um, our children, we're like, okay, well, I've done, I do what I can mm -hmm. of myself first. Yeah. Then I'm being what I can, mm -hmm. which isn't perfect. Yeah. And then set them out into the public and the whatever, right. we can't keep them protected. They're gonna have their own experiences of that also. Totally. Right? So meaning even if you do everything. If you did it right, yeah. If you, did you still because really right. the world is that's the I point. mean, we're in a world that's suffering. There's a lot of brokenness. It's the point though. Yeah. We didn't we're not God. No. We did not come here to be God. No. We came here to be hand in hand mm -hmm. and listen and be guided and led. Work towards as a human. That, that as a human yeah. Yeah. in this contrasting world. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I think that the humanity of all things is that the perfectly imperfect. And so mm -hmm. as I say, where does this break down in terms of self-love? I also, you know, the next, the next thought, the next comment on that is also saying, but regardless of where you came from, regardless mm -hmm. of the upbringing you had, it doesn't mean that that can't change. hundred percent. So, oh, yeah, I mean, sure. I think that's part of you know, we, a lot of times we get into that psyche of we just blame our past. Well, it's because I grew up like this and it's valid. Yes, because True. of this it experience you've had, that is why you're experiencing that. Yeah. But it's not a matter of because I've gone through that. Now that's the way I'm going to be for the rest of my life. No. Part of being an adult is saying, regardless of what I've been through, it's now my job to actually overcome the obstacles, the codependency, the, you know, the, the challenges of that's caused me to have low self-worth, low self-respect, whatever mm -hmm. that might be. Mm -hmm. 
because I really believe children are the only victims in the world. They're the ones that they don't get to, to they don't get to choose the family they come into. They don't get to choose the environment around them. Mm. But once you become an adult, I'm not sure about that. I think I might disagree with you on that really? one mm -hmm. from a soulful perspective. Hmm. Yep. Well, I think that once you become an adult, that's where we have to move into that responsibility. I'm not saying that that's mm. not easier for others than some. Like some, there's a lot of adversity for them to get there. True. So 100%. For there's sure. a difference yeah. between going through hardship and disadvantage and being a victim to the world. Like things, shitty things happen to people. Yeah. And they didn't deserve it. It's not karma. I know. But how we choose to respond to it, yes. there's either I'm a victim in it, True. or I can say, or how do I overcome it? 100%. Wow, so, oh, man, you just hit a, you hit a topic that I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. Is, but kids yeah. don't have that same mental capacity is what I'm saying. Not for the first part of their life. Right. But then no. they, ideally, they get exposed to the mm -hmm. possibility of it. So once you're, that's where I, you know, I always look at it from a hopeful perspective is that, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of the shady things you've been in and been through, don't look at it as, well, that's just the way it is now. Um, because it can be overcome. Sure. And right now in the world, we have a lot of, I call them um, adult children in the world because they're still living out childhood patterns of dysfunction, right? Are you calling me out right now? No, I'm just, <laughs> just I'm calling myself out. Are you kidding? We all got it. It's, that's we the, all got that's, it. That's the thing, it's, is so it's not like, not, I'm no. not referring to every single human because we all have stuff. <laughs> and there's, it's not Very about true. comparing a person's emotional damage no. or trauma or experiences because the reality is we all got it. And true, you're not allowed to say, well, well, mine was worse because I went through this. Well, if you're experiencing some degree of trauma I'll or hurt or pain, I'll suffering, it's not good. I'll say this though. If somebody says mine's worse because I did this, yeah. that is a victim statement. Right. Right. And all I say is you're welcome to keep that. Mm -hmm. That you're welcome to hang on to that and enjoy the mm -hmm. path that that brings you. Right. Or, or suffering. You can choose mm -hmm. to go, hmm, no matter what I've been through, I there's capability to get over this, to come through it, whatever that is. Right. And you're gifted with those opportunities the second right. you change your mind about it. Right. You check and you, you change your attitude about it. I think I'm thinking of a few people that I love dearly that um, are have a bit of a road ahead of them and mm -hmm. uh, on this topic and I'm speaking to them and if they're listening to this they'll know who they are um, you have to wipe your slate clean um, so at some point or another you become a conscious human being mm -hmm. more conscious than you are in our unconscious right. upbringing um, you become a conscious conscious and aware mm -hmm. and when you become conscious aware it's shitty, but then also all of a sudden there's a bit of a responsibility to make mm -hmm. a choice. Mm -hmm. And when you make that choice to go, hmm, well, do I trudge this out for the rest of my life or do I actually exactly. make the best of it? Right. And making the best of it is just literally the difference. It's one simple choice, mm -hmm. victim or accountable, mm -hmm. empowered or disempowered. Right. And it's not a inevitable. It's mm -hmm. I get to choose. Am I disempowered or am I empowered? Right. I'm on the roller coaster yeah. or I'm being more intentional Directed. with my life. It's, yeah. It, it, it is perspective because we can't change what is. We nope. can't change what we've been through. No. Nope. But that is a seed that does plant a sense of I'm not deserving. Yep. And if you believe that lie, true, true, because it is a lie. It, that's all it is. Is somebody else's brokenness yep. that's been passed on to you. That if you believe that lie, yeah, then you're in agreement 
energetically mm -hmm. with it. So are you going to be able to attract all the things you've ever wanted? Are you going to feel empowered? No, because at, at a core level, you don't feel that you're deserving. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is you were born deserving and yes. you will die deserving. You've always been deserving. Woo! <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Here, cheers to that. Come here, Chica. Thank God. <laughs> that is absolute truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's nothing you gotta do to prove it <laughs> yeah. or to No. No, it's you just, just gotta unlayer yes. that shit. You yeah. just gotta unravel it. You gotta give it back. Like I remember thinking to myself when I'm like 29, 30 years old. I'm only 33. Yes. <laughs> That's right. 33, right? right? Yes. Right. Today. I was going to make a comment, but I threw myself under the bus at this point. You said you're eight something several times. If you don't know it, go back. Go and back watch to the podcast. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, okay, now I'm distracted by my own throw. Throw myself under the bus. What was I saying? Deserving. Right. Um, shit. 33, 32. I don't know. I actually can't remember. I'm thinking about a scenario right now that I'm like totally distracted by. Yep. Um, deserving. Okay, you talk, because I can't <laughs> well, I, What did you go? I think we were just talking about the fact that there's nothing that you can do. It's, you said it's the unpacking, it's the unpacking. Okay, thank you. There you go. Cute, <laughs> she's gone. This is the perfect imperfect. <laughs> so unpacking, um, so in my late 20s, I just started to give it back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, wow, I got, my teacher gave me this, but that's not my truth. Mm -hmm. Here you go, teacher my parents, my brothers, my right. society, my friends, my family, my circumstances that right. I found myself in. Yeah. I'm like, I, I need to just give this back because that's mm -hmm. actually not me. Totally. It's not who I am. I do. Yeah. The question constantly at that point in time was, is that my truth or yeah. is, was it, was it something given we to me? We had imprinted with it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And what is so freeing about that is you literally can just literally say, here you go. I'll give you that belief back and you cut the cord and you're gone. And then you go, now who am I? And and tomorrow or today mm -hmm. or in the next moment, who am I gonna be? Mm -hmm. And then well, in that process of myself at that point in time was, oh shit, <clears throat> my community may not understand me at this point. Mm -hmm. My community may not like me at this point right. because I'm not gonna be who I have been. Right. Because it was layered with all the expectations and things and beliefs and ideas. Stories, and, yeah. Right? But it didn't include you are amazing. Mm -hmm. You are self, you are worthy of love no matter mm -hmm. what. You are worthy of you're worthy and yeah. deserving and capable and able. And and yeah. crazy thing is if you look at my life physically and all the all the stuff, mm -hmm. you'd think, okay, how is she even thinking that way about right. herself? But internally, it's it was like the driving force. Oh man. The motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully I'm Okay, I'll say I'm over that, but man, it creeps in every mm -hmm. once in a while. It's a slippery slope, mm -hmm. you know, like you you get in circumstances and you're like, okay, I need some help with this one. Right. That one came back. And, yeah. You know. Well, and isn't that really important what you just said there too, is that why are we doing what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the motivation? If we're coming from that brokenness, mm -hmm. if we're coming from that place mm -hmm. of like, you know, some dysfunctional story mm -hmm. and that's what's motivating you for that goal or that job or that whatever if you dismantle that suddenly it's like that goal that job that relationship is like it's not gonna of course it's gonna be a and, ripple effect right yeah, which yeah. is it's a good thing but it's dismantling yes right? it is dismantling holy moly like yeah and there is such talent in 
keeping your oh man it is so cool because i am so in this right now it is keeping your heart wide open mm -hmm. and knowing that you are coming from a place of love for yourself mm -hmm. and knowing that i'm throwing myself into the fire meaning i'm about to do some things mm -hmm. that are going to dismantle shit that i actually just built up mm -hmm. that i just created I'm so proud of you for this oh it's been huge i can see it yeah and it takes silent fucking courage, excuse my language, yeah. courage and bravery to do this and to, to step into it yeah. and go, I'm stepping into taking, I'm stepping into dismantling something I've created, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's not good for me and mm -hmm. it's not in alignment and mm -hmm. it's not, it's not supposed to happen that way. Mm -hmm. And I need to hear this because <laughs> I'm struggling with that too. I'm struggling with like owning it without all the limitations and the fears and the it's the it's the total destruction of what you thought was so important where the courage comes from mm -hmm. three top things number one i've done this before mm -hmm. and it turned out 10 times fucking better on part like it's like yeah. i and i've done it yeah i've i've moved into it mm -hmm. freaked my like just went what am i doing mm -hmm. and then it turns out like like in gifts that I actually could never even remotely right. have thought of. Mm -hmm. um, and then also for, let's say, the people, the circumstance, the business, the the money, the whatever, the things that ended up having to shift and change, also mm -hmm. was way better for them. Yeah. Was way better for it. Like it. We don't think it is, but yeah. the truth is when we show up the way we're meant to, mm -hmm. it is the best for everyone else. It is. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, um, in the process of life, when we live ourself, our life authentically, like mm -hmm. truly and authentically, here I am, whatever, we attract mm -hmm. people when we're in the thick of it to go, I'm there, I'm imperfect, yeah. I love you, mm -hmm. I got your back. Mm -hmm. Okay, Whew. I'm off the cliff. Yeah. Because there's times you feel like you're on the cliff. <laughs> Toes are over the edge. And I suck at heights, man. <laughs> I suck at heights. Whew. And so that's two. Yeah. And three is death is the other option. Mm. Mm. I'm going to live it. I'm living. Mm -hmm. So I better fucking live this life as good as I can. Mm -hmm. And if that means without everything, without everyone, and and, and going off the mm -hmm. cliff to mm -hmm. actually just take the chance. Otherwise, I'm gonna be dead. Yeah. So I honestly, con I don't contemplate suicide all the time. I actually consider life and death all the time. Right. I'm like, if I'm not living this to my fullest potential, which is also not always comfortable, mm -hmm. the fullest potential is not always comfortable, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but fullest potential is led, guided, mm -hmm. inspired, holy shit, toes over the edge. Mm -hmm. Good and bad. Yeah. Um, and then actually walking around in awe. Like, like. She does all the time. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, I'm sitting here with a glass of wine with. On a Thursday afternoon. Oh my God. Just saying. One of my soul sisters. <laughs> oh my God, soulmates for sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you can't see the background otherwise. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is our view. Gift. It's our beer and our gift. Mm -hmm. And this is just one part. Mm -hmm. So the in awe experience is constant. Yeah. So 
but it doesn't make it doesn't make the uh, the spot of being uncomfortable mm -hmm. any more comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's still uncomfortable, yeah. right? So again, so I want to go. I want to. I mean, first of all, that was amazing. <laughs> I feel inspired. I don't know about you, but I do. Um, but I want to go to the question that you asked is, who am I? Mm. Because I think that's where people get stuck. You know, it's the sense of, okay, I know what I don't want. <laughs> I know what I need to let go. But we, if we're honest with ourselves, we really like just sit with that question. I think all of us can come up with something where like, this is not working for me. I might be hanging on to it because I believe you know, for the big vision, even though that might not be the vehicle that's going to get you there, or you're hanging on because it's comfortable or because you think people need you to do it or whatever. But I think where we, a lot of times people are like, if I knew what the next step was, then I'd be more likely to let this go. True. So I think when we get True. into that space of like, but who am I? I mean, this is where we can start, mm. start going into this whole intuition, which mm. is around this, True. like, how do we get into that? How do we mm. actually access who am I? Like, I mean, that's a loaded question that people spend their whole lives diving into. And I want to, I think okay, it's a in. constant, it's a constant evolution. Like, I okay, think who are you now? I like to say, yeah. not who am I? Yeah. But who, who am, am I now? I, that's what I was going to say. It's, <laughs> it's irrelevant of uh, who I was 10 years ago oh, is not I'm, who I am now. Absolutely. hundred percent. So who I am now. And I, I mean, that's a loaded question because it's not like, it's not about your roles or your duties or your responsibilities. It's like, how do you want to show up in the world and what is your gifting is the way I look at it. And so getting into understanding that, I mean, mm. you can reflect on other people. Sure. They can pull back to you and say, well, mm -hmm. you're good at this. You're, you know, this is what you're naturally inclined for. Sure. That can give, you know, a sense of validation, but I think mm -hmm. it still has to start with a sense of knowing internally, which I mean, from my perspective, the only way I can, the way I tap intuition is I don't think. Right, 100%. I mean, it sounds intuition crazy. Is, it's here down. It's <laughs> actually right here. Or gut, that, do yeah. not go below there either, because that's no, not intuition. That's not intuition. <laughs> it's it from stops, here and here. Yeah. <laughs> stops at the waist. <laughs> stops at the neck, stops at the yeah. waist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Like, we talked about growing up gut feeling, yeah, right? Which true. is, I think, the same thing, but true. We, it wasn't emphasized. I think kids are intuitive. Like they have a sense of things going on, but they won't be able to articulate what's going on. You know that because their behavior's crazy, right? But like when I think about that, um, like going in and, and the way only way I know how to do that personally is I have to get in my physical body. Mm. Like we're, obviously we're always in our physical body, but I mean like actually become aware of it. Oh uh, yeah. Because otherwise our brain is always looking at, you know, thinking Externally, about tomorrow, externally. you know, thinking yeah. about yesterday. It's actually thinking about the ethereal, yeah. uh, like the, the, the illusion of, yeah. it's, it's yeah. the vision of, it's the, it's the, yeah. you know, the intangible. Yeah. The imagine. So you're right when I think I agree with you and it, <laughs> Greg counselor for years yeah. is Crystal, you need to meditate. I'm like, is that jogging? <laughs> He told me jogging, right? I got really pissed no, off. I know, me too. <laughs> Greg, we're throwing you under the bus. Like, I don't want to. I, I just want to fix it up here. Meditation. No, I actually never truly, actually, yeah. I think it was three and a half minutes. I'm like, hmm. Mm, no, it's not working for me. It's not for everybody. <laughs> it's not for me, that's yeah. for sure. It's hot, hot, hot yoga. Because mm -hmm. if you try to do hot yoga in a humid 104 degree room, you're not think. thinking about you shit. Think. You have to go breathe. Yeah. 
<laughs> move. Yeah, sports Breathe, move. is a good one. Yeah. Actually, anything where you're like highly, like in the Focus. zone. The the book's written about being yeah. in the zone. Yeah. And it's because you're you actually don't have time to think. You're nope. just so in the moment. And I get that it shows up. At, in my office, which I've discovered when I'm with patients, because I have to be so present yeah. and available. I have to be focused. Like, I can't be thinking about what am I cooking for If you've for never dinner? had a session with this chick, when she's in the zone, you're like, hey, where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. People say stuff after. Like, you said this. I'm like, really? That sounds good. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm glad I said it. Uh, I don't, because I... I love it. I can't... It's not coming from the intellect, right? Sure. So I don't always... Yeah. I don't even always hold it's, it intellectually yeah, 100%, 100%. either. If I don't write it down, I actually don't Forget. remember. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's... But it's only because I'm absolutely present. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, and I'm hyper focused on this, on just being there for that person. Yeah. And I'm not thinking about anything yeah. else. I can't be, I can't even be thinking about the situation of being like, oh, how do I apply this? And this could be this, and this no. could be cap. I can't even do that. As it's soon coming. as I do that, I go into the intellectual, yeah. and I, that's, it's shut off. Hmm. So, so I it's have coming to, be, to you. So it's there's coming more to of a... me because I'm not thinking. And I'm just doing, I'm just existing, I'm just listening. It might be a listening, or it might be just a, I don't know what I do, but I just have a sense of like, oh, like there's just, it comes to me, an so awareness good. of something. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gifted, guided, it's God through you. You're a vessel and it, let's just call a spade to spade. <laughs> like bullshit, we don't need to. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It's easy to explain. Mm -hmm. As long Your as individual it. experience yes. is hard to explain. Yeah. So. And in segue into intuition. Mm -hmm. But that's what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Intuition. So intuition, let's just, I, I, I'll, I'll call it like, I think I have five words for it. <clears throat> Inspired, mm -hmm. intuition, um, gut feeling, led, um, guided. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Bottom line. Mm -hmm. So choose a word mm -hmm. that you relate to. Um, what an incredible way to live. Mm -hmm. There is zero resistance around mm -hmm. them. There's path of least resistance, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. But how do you get there? So I was just thinking that one of the simplest things, like I think every time I go on a trip, I'm I'm famous and known for, you probably want to travel with me. because <laughs> I <laughs> She'll ask way too many detailed questions. I do, but I bring oh. everything, like, because I'm a naturopath, so I'm always prepared. <laughs> so I'm like, well, somebody might get the flu, somebody might get the stomach flu, somebody, you know, oh, I might have jet lag. Like, I have everything. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've tailed it down a little bit. And part of that is because I literally go in my cupboard before and I look at my cupboard oh. and I'm like, what do I need? Yeah, you don't think about it. I don't think, it, I just look and something will pop out and you're like, you should take that. Oh. And so that's why I you started, brought that to Hawaii. <laughs> so I started just listening. And so I will might be a clothing item. It might be something that I wouldn't normally. And I just look in the cupboard and I'm like, what do I need? And sometimes there's nothing. Maybe I'll look at an essential oil, my cabinet, and I'll look at it and I'll just like, you should bring that one. I have no idea why I'm bringing it. And the freaking times I don't listen. <laughs> Yeah, Are there times I'm like, shit, I knew I was supposed to bring that. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Uh, I've learned it, enough. It's, it's like, so confirming. It. <laughs> it's so confirming. It's so fun. It's so fun when you just actually yeah. don't have your hands in any of your choices. Like, you're like, mm, do I drink red wine today? Right. Yep. Yeah. Do I not? Mm -mm. Nope. Yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah. Whatever. Like, it's just simple. Well, and we can't be distracted to do that. We can't be, sure. like, I think that's... I mean, not to go down the rabbit hole, but I think there's a huge element of society that we are ultimately 
distracted, and I think to some degree purposely. The more that we are distracted, the less that we are able to access and be available to oh, intuition. Man, this right? is a rabbit hole. Thank it you. It is. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. But I think that, you know, be that a phone, be that, you know, whatever that might be, um, I think there's real intention because we don't hear when we're busy. We don't hear when we're distracted. We don't hear when we're tired. We don't hear when we're sick. Like there's and What a, do you mean by hear? Because I know what here. you're saying. But Meaning we're not available to shut the mind off, to get into our bodies. Because you need, it, it actually requires some stillness. Mm, like, true. I'm not saying you couldn't do it in a like crazy busy mall, but it's, you know, with a hundred people asking you questions or things going on or at a concert. But it's not going to be I, easy. Can I tell you it's how? It's not going to be as easy. I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how, it, yeah. makes, how you make it easy. Because <clears throat> not that I've done it all the time. Right. But when I've prepped myself... Mm. When I've prepped myself. So I think prepping self, prepping myself, yeah. I'll just talk about my experience, is in the lifestyle I lead the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to take care of my body, mm-hmm. my mind. I try to be a clean, mm-hmm. efficient vessel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as in whatever phase or stage of life I'm in, mm-hmm. I try to be as clean and efficient in that vessel so that information right. can come through. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, physically, 100%. financially, yeah. you know, you know, in your communities, blah, blah, blah. Because those are, those are all forms of distraction. Right. If you're not. Yeah. So number one, take care of your foundation. Mm-hmm. Take care of my foundation, the base of who I am. Sleep. When I go to yeah. Houston Rodeo, where there's a mass amount of distractions everywhere. <laughs> yeah. With cowboy hats and boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and music mm-hmm. is... Uh, I, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day about Vegas. I'm like, mm, Vegas, I, I'm not a huge fan of Vegas, but I go there because other people like to go there mm-hmm. for celebrations and get togethers and stuff. But I go there, me, mm-hmm. I go there, me, I go there, and thank you. There's a bug. <laughs> it's just a little one. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I, I am an, a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Just not with bugs. <laughs> Thanks. In Vegas. <laughs> no distractions. Yeah. Is uh, I ground myself before they go there and I'm like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, I just remind myself, like, who am I? Who am I? Where do I come from? Mm-hmm. I come from a place of love. I'm going to have my boundaries around what is going to be helpful and so healthy for key. me. Yeah. Helpful and helpful for me. And major. And then I'm going to participate fully in it, knowing I'm supported, protected, taken care of, mm-hmm. loved, all of the things. So no matter what, I, I actually prep myself before I go into these uh, chaotic environments. Mm-hmm. And if I find myself in a chaotic environment, I literally stop. See, that's to me the boundary. Ground myself mm-hmm. into the earth, ask for guidance, ask for protection, and let the filter take care of itself. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I just put up this rose gold bubble and I just let that bubble basically filter all the stuff mm-hmm. I don't need to know. Yeah. And then I base my, my choices on it. Now, do you question. think you can do that because you're a seasoned veteran? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because <laughs> I'm not going to suggest you do that the first time. Let's go to Vegas and see how grounded or Houston and rodeo. connected I can be. Nah. That rodeo <laughs> trumps know, like the, the stampede. Like, yeah. You have no idea. I think Can't you, wait till yeah. you come. <laughs> you got to go. We'll see. <laughs> Um, 
I have anything yeah. to do with it, she's coming. <laughs> I think that, to the point, like, I think you can access it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be, if you're trying to figure that out, there's going to be circumstances that are going to lend easier than others. Mm-hmm. And then once you become very attuned to it, then it's it's a reflex. It's, it's, a reflex. it's not, it's like sure. get into your body. It takes half a second. Yeah. Right? It doesn't, it it doesn't matter what's going on around you, but when you're learning to do that, you can tune set it. yourself up for success. <clears throat> I'll tell you what started right? my journey on this was Reiki. And there's some spiritual religious people in the planet that I just realized over a lot. I actually was just told a couple of years ago that people, some people in certain religions think that Reiki is a non, it, it, it's a uh, new age, uh, not new. Well, and is sure it's new age, mm-hmm. but that it kind of put, has been put in a category. I was surprised. I'm like, what the, are you kidding me? It's been a huge gift to me for all of my life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's been a perception of Reiki that it is, um, doesn't come from God and then mm-hmm. it comes from Satan. We'll just call it spade a spade. And first of all, based on experience, I know it's not for me. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for me. But I also know we can take whatever intent we anything. have into anything. Anything. And it becomes mm-hmm. that vessel for totally. love. It where really is, becomes where is that your vessel source? for love. Where's your source? Where are you grounded from? So I became, I took Reiki level one, two, three, and Reiki master when I was like early 20s. <clears throat> Um, and it just gave me tools mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. to connect to that energy, mm-hmm. to connect to the, what, what is that grounding? What is that like attuned mm-hmm. to what? Right. Attuned to, sure. We used symbols mm-hmm. to imagine the power of something mm-hmm. in a circumstance. And like, I haven't, I haven't even gone back to Reiki as a, as an mm-hmm. education since then, mm-hmm. but it was just an opportunity to, it, it opened up learning. a door to that's, learn. That's what, um, I mean, between doing body talk courses, doing biofeedback testing, mm-hmm. it's just been an evolution mm-hmm. and an expansion of when you actually start working with the body, mm-hmm. be that my own or other people's. There's an, there's this, if you've ever been to an intuitive practitioner, mm-hmm. they're usually not just starting out. No. They've been at it for a while. And there's yeah. a sense that you get when you work with people, whether that's physical or even just like, even a counselor, right? Mm-hmm. There's just a sense of a knowing mm-hmm. of, of, of things, which is different than a, um, I, I think this is the an issue yeah. or mm-hmm. I feel it's, it's like a sense of knowing and, and it's honestly sometimes hard to articulate it right like when you're just like i don't know how it like it's just i know thank it <laughs> it's a discernment it's right a discernment. and um mm-hmm. the more so i guess what i'm going to say on that which maybe both of us are coming from is this is something that you have innately meaning you were given it's a gift it's it's we all have the capacity we all have it but it's something you can develop Cultivate, yeah and sure. and you know i think that um there's many different ways to go about doing that. Some people that meditation might be the thing that, that, that speaks to them. It doesn't actually speak to me that much. Okay. So what's yours? What's your tricks and tips on how to do that for you? Because, um, you know, we can generalize all this we can, like I said, I gotta be, I have to get out of my head and I just gotta be present mm-hmm. however I need to do that. So how do you be present? Like I am right now. Okay. I'm not thinking about what I'm going to say next. Right. I'm not thinking about, oh, we missed this topic. <laughs> or, who, or who's listening? <laughs> who's listening? Who's around? Oh, good. Happening? Awesome. So oh, good. that's how. Like, okay. I think it's a, like you shut off. Like, you're in a zone of a sense of, I'm shut off from everything out here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking about anything Time else. doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. I'm not, so I think as soon as you think, 
as soon as you catch yourself thinking about what you need to say mm-hmm. or um, you stop listening because now you're actually thinking about how you're going to respond, you're not an intuition person. <laughs> in fact, her and I actually don't even know what we say in these things until we post it and read it and listen to it. Back. Yeah, at the like, same oh time. God, we actually we listen to it with you. <laughs> we're like, oh, hopefully nobody listens that way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think um, what I, I what I want to bring up, and part of it is ins- it is inspired. Mm-hmm. Journaling is another one. Sorry. Okay. I'll, I'll jump that in. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So journaling. So okay, kind of give a top, like top three. Top three. Yeah. So getting physically in my body. So sometimes mm-hmm. I actually have to feel my body. Maybe I have like an ache or a pain or something. I just need to like connect mm-hmm. to it because that gets me in my body. Journaling, <laughs> and not and journaling like free either free writing or mm-hmm. even just asking questions that I'm pondering and then just letting me write the answer. Awesome. Um, cause I think sometimes journaling people are like, what do I do with that? Just ask a question that you have and then just let your, you write out the answer. Answer it. Answer um, it without right. discernment. Like just let it flow. Yeah. Like just yeah. don't even worry about your writing and, and let yeah. it go. <laughs> I have a story about that yeah. when I was a kid. And for me too, I feel sometimes like when I, if I'm reading, and that could be something I'm really enjoying to read or listening to something or uh, could be reading the Bible, something will pop out. Like there will just be something like that that lands, that hits me. It's not my own words. It's someone else's words, but it lands. Like, you know, yeah. and I think most of us can yeah. identify yeah. that where it's like, oh, that spoke to me. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we get chills. It's so much fun. <laughs> sometimes like, it, and you're like, that thank was it. for me. Yeah, it's like, totally you, for that me. Was thank for me. you. That, thank you. That was for me. Yeah. I constantly walk around saying thank you in my head, my heart. Really, truly. Like, oh, thank you. So what's your top three? Okay. Mm. Oh, well, 100%. Um, oh, let's see. Present moment, intuit- intuitive. I ask. <laughs> I, f- I didn't know how to ask for a long time because I didn't know who I was asking. In fact, I'm too, truthfully, mm-hmm. I'm not asking who. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking from who. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, the who is so broad and it's such a it's such a huge topic on who's who. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I guess I just probably I I I realize that the answer is not of me in this physical human space. Mm-hmm. The answer doesn't come from me in this physical human space. Mm-hmm. It comes from ex- something beyond me right bigger than me Mm -hmm. and whatever that is it is Mm -hmm. uh lately in my life it's becoming more and more a relationship with god Mm -hmm. but not in the context of religion it's become Mm -hmm. it's actually i I say that because then i can relate to a lot of people that can Mm -hmm. actually understand what i'm saying Mm because i you know even just like i'm 33 so up until i was 30. (laughs) right today (laughs) <laughs> uh, before I was 30 yeah. uh, I didn't know how to explain it I didn't and I really didn't I didn't need to explain mm-hmm. it and then but in relatability like in relatability anyway so po- point is is to get into issue, intuition like to get in grounded and being guided and listening mm-hmm. I just say please tell me mm-hmm. guide me literally before we sat down in fact two minutes into this I said hey I'm a little distracted please guide me Mm-hmm. And right present. I'm like, has it been 10 minutes? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, shit. The letter I, know, I just looked, like, I looked at my watch. I was like, oh, <laughs> kids are still good. <laughs> Don't have to pick them up yet. <laughs> That's what happens. I'm yeah. like, thank you. Guide me. 
that's how you know when you're in it too yeah. is because you lose track of time 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 times it's like you know think about times you've had a good conversation with yeah. somebody and you're Oof. like oh what time is it you've totally oh, lost you're in a flow you're yeah. in a sense of intuition you're connecting to what's truth yeah yeah so i ask for guidance i just mm -hmm. ask for the information and sometimes and now honestly sometimes the information is you need to walk over there you need mm -hmm. to go say hi to that person. You need to sit over here, mm -hmm. like the, the drive this way, whatever, whatever that yeah. is. And I'm like, eh, okay, I'm just going this way. Um, and then also the uh, be quiet. I need to be alone. Mm -hmm. So often when I'm finding myself distracted a lot mm -hmm. and not grounded, not not capable to go, hey, mm -hmm. please guide me, and I'm in mm -hmm. it, is I just need to pull back from society, pull back from people, pull, go mm -hmm. get into nature and get into energy that's going to mm -hmm. reconnect me to that. So right. that's that. Yeah. Um, and then the physical activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, journaling, journaling is actually an action. Mm -hmm. So journaling for me is an action that is secondary to intuition. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't cultivate intuition to mm -hmm. me. It actually is the action that I'm led to. Right. So I'm like, oh, I'm led to write, mm -hmm. is is like, well, the intuition is right, and I'm supposed to write. Mm -hmm. And so many gifted things come from it, but how I cultivate the intuition is is those things that I just said, mm -hmm. you know? So asking, uh, being quiet, being being with me mm -hmm. um, in nature, typically. Nature's huge yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, I think it's yeah. there's certain scenarios that you hear more, like yeah. um, being quiet, being in nature. Nature's just because it's... That's what God created, right? Well, it's, it's energetic. Yeah. It's it's a grounding. Yeah. You know, it's not distracting. You're, you know, you're releasing your ions. You're like, yeah. you're able to, or you're connecting. Like, there's yeah. so much about nature that's beneficial, that's um, easy, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, but music can do that too. True. Like sometimes when I've got like some really... True. Like inspirational. I have like a playlist that's inspirational songs. And then I have ones that are like my chill music or my workout music share, or whatever. Are you going to share this playlist? Yeah. Okay, she's going to share these playlists. It's on Spotify. You just got to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody actually yeah. said to me the other day, oh, I just looked up your, your Spotify playlist. I'm like, what? You can do that? I know. It feels like I'm an like, infringement. Oh my God. I have to figure out how to do that. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> It's you can look it's all country for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't look at it. <laughs> um, but I have like tracks like that and every time I hear a song that I'm like, oh that felt like inspiring, I'll add it to my playlist. Mm -hmm. So music does that for me. Mm. But it for someone else it might be playing music. Mm -hmm. I mean there's I guess what you know what I wanna say is we don't wanna put it in a box, but we just no. wanna give you an opportunity mm -hmm. to say like, hey, there's there's a lot of ways that this can manifest. True. The key is when you hone into it yeah. and when you get more connected to it and you get more used to it and you play with it, mm -hmm. it expands so oh, that you can go to Vegas <laughs> and you can have yeah. discernment around boundaries so that you'll know when, hey, when is this not right for me? Because yeah. the whole idea is if you're aware of who you are and what you, you know, how you want to show up and, you know, coming back to the whole self-love thing, as soon as that is compromised yeah. by the environment around you, you're going to have the discernment to say, oh, actually, I no. need to step out. Yeah. I need to step back. I need to not participate. I need yeah. to whatever. Otherwise, we have no chance of boundaries. 100%. 100%. Oh, man, that's a whole topic on boundaries. Yeah. yeah. I want to I wanna kind of segue into one thing, and this is this is a bit of an inspired thing. I reached, uh, had a girlfriend I don't talk to very often right now, but... Uh, she just literally this morning said, I just listened to your podcast and oh my God, this is amazing and whatever. And she, she said, 
Um, I actually forget people listen to this. <laughs> I'm like, we're just having a conversation. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we're recording people yeah. this week. So, um, she said something about your podcast on money mm-hmm. was so in, like it, it changed changed some things significantly mm-hmm. for her internally. And so I just said to her, I said, hey, if we ever actually talk on a topic, what kind of a topic would you want us mm-hmm. to talk on? And she said, she mentioned something, it kind of goes along the lines of mm-hmm. self-esteem, mm-hmm. self-worth, yeah. I think anyway, um, on body image. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what do I look like and how do I feel about that? Right. You know, and, and so when I go back to self-love, mm-hmm. self-worth, in fact, I'm going, kind of going through that rate, not going through it, I, I identify. Uh, ish you know it's sort of like well my physical body is representing a phase of life that I've been in for a year Mm -hmm. six months to a year Mm -hmm. and I'm actually like good job girl like the stuff I've been up to Mm -hmm. was definitely not supportive of my physical body changes lots of places yeah um but I know what my desire I know where I'm most vital Mm -hmm. I know when my physical body is representing me from a self-worth perspective mm-hmm. and right and it, it's in it's not in alignment right now mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like ooh, my body is not representing me mm-hmm. and this is and not for anyone else yeah this is me yeah. with crystal going oh you're a little out of alignment right now and that's okay mm-hmm. you've been through this done this whatever whatever it makes sense yeah but when i'm so from an intuitive perspective i'm like okay well what are the things that I get a chance to connect to from? And it's not even so, it's not self image for me. Mm-hmm. If we actually take image, the self image out of it, we have way more possibility to make, to shape shift our physical body than we ever do. Yeah. Because it's about self love, true yeah. love, vitality, yeah. um, and energy really. Yeah. You know, so. I know where she's coming from, but at the same time, I want us mm-hmm. to ch- chat. About, okay, we talk yeah. about this all the time, but I, um, I really know. The crazy thing is, I can sit here and go, my best, let's version mm-hmm. physically of myself is 145 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's, le- it's, strong. Mm-hmm. Lean. Yeah. Uh, not even lean, mm-hmm. but actually physically strong. I get to lift a box above my mm-hmm. head. I can jump. I can mm-hmm. move around. I'm agile. I'm flexible. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, yeah, I'm strong. I'm capable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Capable if somebody, if I needed myself mm-hmm. to be capable. And I don't feel like that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my hip flexors are so sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my back is like, oh, I'm like, right. if I went for a jog right now, I'd be like, Alana, can you pick me up mm-hmm. at the end of the rail trip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But true, the intuition around that, so the inspiration and intuition around that is as I hone myself into this self-worth, self-love, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I'm off track. I'm, this is a beacon. Mm-hmm. This is a, an example of, oh, I'm a little off track. And then you and I both know, yeah. based, you know, gut issues and hormone issues totally. and all this stuff. I'm okay with As women. We got lots of, sh- we got lots of shit. We got lots of resistance against us for sure. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm surrendering to a, the circumstance as is, but at the same time I can do my best. Mm-hmm. I think, which includes yeah. red wine. So, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think what maybe, um, I guess my interpretation of what you're saying too, is mm-hmm. that Body image is really a reflection of what we feel on the inside. 
manifesting on the outside. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, And when it's incongruent, one way or another, then we are going to feel it. Mm -hmm. And now I say that in both ways. If we only fix the outside and we don't fix the inside, it's incongruent, it's superficial, Mm -hmm. and you will emulate that. People will see it, people will feel it. You can have the perfect everything, and it's for what? True. Yeah. And the same way, if we're, um, you know, internally taking care of ourselves and it's not manifesting externally, you know, then there's incongruency. So naturally, there's a a tendency to want to, okay, what can I do? What can I change? There's a discontentment. But I don't think it's... Um, I think we get really superficial on it, right? Mm -hmm. It's really about the alignment, like you said. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there's too much that, I mean, women particularly, we talk about weight, way too much, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like you said, like my, my perfect, you know, where I don't, where I feel the healthiest is about 138. (laughs) Like, I'm, forget 120, anything, like, what is that? Yeah. Maybe. And that's me feeling vital. vital. That's me feeling strong. That's me feeling mm-hmm. like my body is. I don't want to be, um, I guess, the cliche of you know I'm a size four and and I'm or a zero and a, four is the size of my leg when I was right. thirteen. Like it. <laughs> so, it, it, but awesome. even that, it's yeah. that's just my experience of knowing what's best for me. Sure everybody's different absolutely and so what body image really represents is do you feel on the in inside alignment. in alignment with what's, what's on, the on the outside yes and yeah if there's not then i would start with what's going on on the inside, inside. that's causing the body to manifest that true not because you know i think it's exercise is very important and mm-hmm. i'm gonna advocate and i like to shop and yeah. <laughs> nice clothes and i like accessories and yeah. it's not about like I do that for me because it yeah. makes me feel good yeah. and it's in alignment with what I feel yes. inside. It's funny because, um, so I am not a natural, I did not show up this way. <laughs> <laughs> this physical You're body. Blocked? <laughs> You're not blocked? No. <laughs> no. This is like, not you are. Well, and her whole damn family <laughs> is like envious blonde like on the grays our, our stylist actually we, we we share a stylist and she's mm-hmm. like do you know their family's hair i'm like i know <laughs> don't talk about it i'm trying to get my hair blonde. i can't complain i'm not complaining <laughs> no <laughs> and the lashes are all mine mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and you know the boobs were and then they weren't and mm-hmm. then they are yeah. you know so um and all of the all of the all of it mm-hmm. i actually don't do for anyone else mm-hmm. Well, it's got it. It again comes to the self love. Yeah, it's like, hey, guess what? I showed up as in this life. I showed up as a physical human, mm-hmm. and I get to play around with the representation mm-hmm. of me in a way from a masculine or a feminine or, or a blend of type of experience for me mm-hmm. in what I want to do and. How is that represented physically mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've got tattoos, which I don't, I don't know. You think I'm it's... still getting. I haven't got my first one. Speaking of, <laughs> you book that. I know. I am going to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> you should no, come down. I don't like Vegas either. <laughs> I'm not going uh. there on purpose. Like, somebody's having a birthday. <laughs> so so. I, I don't know if that answers the question around self-esteem, but Good it question. is part of. I think it's. It is stems. It is. It stems is. part of. Yeah. But again, to tie all back together, yeah. I would say. You know, first of all, having an awareness of who you are requires a sense of intuition so that you can cultivate, so you can access what you need, mm-hmm. so you can cultivate self-love, mm-hmm. 
So you can, you know, show up in places with like honoring yourself, which mm-hmm. means self-love, self-respect, self-esteem, mm-hmm. self-confidence, and also then set boundaries accordingly. True. I'll go, I'll go back for a second. Yeah. Um, why I was bringing that in terms of self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-love and worthiness mm-hmm. and so on. Um, we have to be careful of the judgment of others. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, have to be careful of the judgment of others, which is a representation of the judgment of ourself. Mm-hmm. You cannot judge someone else if you are not also judging yourself for that same reason. For sure. Hands I mean, down, the things fact. you see in other people is, what, is what's actually going on for it you. It is not fiction. It is yeah. fact. So if I'm judging someone else, so needless to say, when I unpack that, the physical experience, when I go and I shapeshift something for me, I what it is is actually for me not to outwardly represent something to take care of Mm -hmm. Mm self-esteem. It's actually that I have this core place of self-worth and, you know, self-love, whatever. And I just want to express. I just want to express it in whatever way I want to express it. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and he he says, oh, I noticed that you actually dressed up a little bit. And I thought it was, you know, I was taking it this way and I'm like, huh. Now that's making me feel insecure about dressing up. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to dress up no matter what, because that's in that scenario was actually for me, Mm -hmm. even though they took it as that I might've been trying to put Mm -hmm. something on. And I'm like, no. Which is actually representing, you know, the comment comes out of their own insecurity or, I mean, even just a a thought. A thought. A random thought. And potentially because a lot of other people Mm -hmm. do that. Right. A lot of people make themselves more attractive for the reasons but I actually make myself more attractive because I like feeling attractive sometimes you know like so I thought wow that's an interesting Mm -hmm. um take and then what was interesting was that I internalized it and I thought that's not mine I'm giving that back I'm gonna just put whatever dress I want whenever I want right or not right like I'm in yoga pants all the time Mm -hmm. so yes you know (laughs) (laughs) so when I'm in a dress people are like "Hmm, how's Crystal doing yeah (laughs) You know, and, and I think, I mean, for me, clothes is an expression of me. It's yeah. an expression of my character. And I think if you look at people and you see how they dress, it it, it is a, a reflection of who they are, mm-hmm. how they like to carry themselves, how they, you know, what they want to put out in the world. True. So, again, if, if we're feeling uncomfortable with that, then there's, that's not what you're putting on your body. True. That's what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Unfortunately, we don't have as much body language anymore because there's so much online and stuff, mm. but the body language is a huge element of communication True. and it does tell the world how we, like you can 100%. point somebody across the room and be like, oh yeah, that's a confident person. Yeah. That's not a confident person. You haven't even had a conversation with them. True. And it's not just the clothes they're wearing, it's how they're carrying it. How are they standing? How are they feeling in it? And again, the more we know ourselves mm-hmm. and we are taking care of ourselves and we love ourselves and we know we're diver- uh, deserving and worthy of of respect, of love, of compassion, of being human, of making mistakes, of grace, of all the things, then we're way, like it's like, it's like a weight gets lifted. You know what's interesting? So I, I dated a human couple years ago who really I mean you've you're a soul sister one of my best friends and you're a Christian mm-hmm. in go to church mm-hmm. try to get me to go every once in a while and I love it I really love it and I go when I'm inspired mm-hmm. and I I go when I'm you know when I'm excited about it and in saying that this human that I dated was <laughs> this guy that I dated I love him <laughs> 
Uh, everybody ever. I might know who you're talking about. <laughs> everybody I've ever dated is an important person to me. Mm -hmm. They show up that way. So, and then I let him go with love if I'm supposed to. Yep. Um, so he uh, was quite entrenched in the Christian community. And I learned a, I learned one I learned a lot of things about the, let's call it the translation or or how I was living my life mm -hmm. in terms of Christianity through him because he's like do you you know you you live more more like a Christian mm -hmm. than a lot of Christians and I'm like huh what does that mean mm -hmm. you know in saying that he brought up um, the same thing about worthiness mm -hmm. and so I'll relate it in terms of. It was really cool because I was like, holy shit, I get that. Yeah. And that re that resonates with me. Mm -hmm. I didn't need it out of a Bible, but it resonates with right. me. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how, mm -hmm. honestly, I know this stuff. It's because God created you. 100%. <laughs> he, he imprinted that information. Right. Right. Just so you all know. <laughs> 100%. Thank you. <laughs> In saying that, it was the statement of uh, that I kind of... It was a, a, a mindset of, I came here perfect mm -hmm. as an imperfect human being. Mm -hmm. I'm loved no matter what. Mm -hmm. I'm forgiven for all the bullshit that I do as a messed up human being. Mm -hmm. Now that doesn't mean that I go about doing bullshit just because mm -hmm. I'm going to be forgiven. But, but at the same time, the base foundation is unconditional love mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and crystal you're worthy mm -hmm. like there's this person's person standing there going why would you think anything different right why would you think any different? so act as if mm -hmm. don't let i mean the first the, the beautiful part of the human existence is that for the first seven eight ten twelve thirteen whatever mm -hmm. years we're unconscious mm -hmm. and we're imprinted mm -hmm. It's inevitable. Right. It's a process. It's a part of this tattoo right. that goes on here. But so in that imprinting stage and phase, that's not our choice. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, mm -hmm. we get to remember. We get to remember and we're reminded and we get to remember and we get reminded. And this is a this is a reminder mm -hmm. to everybody. And this is a this is a perfect. Yep. Full circle. Wait, <laughs> this because then we can talk forever. <laughs> In fact, when we shed this off, yeah. we're talking forever. <laughs> do. While we go get our girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that the base foundation is no matter what, you came here loved, cared for, imperfect, perfect. Know you're worthy. Mm -hmm. Live live as if you're worthy. Yeah. And you will have an incredible, incredible mm -hmm. experience, even in amongst the chaos and the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? And it's a matter of, like you said, just remind yourself because yeah. it. There's a lot, like I said, it's the lies, the dis, the distractions, the stories, all the things, is just that. Lies, stories, distractions. and distractions yeah. from the truth and the reality of. You're already whole. You're already complete. Yeah. You're already, one, perfect. Oh, so if so we can good. own it, the challenge is just to own it, and. Hopefully, there's been some, some, some inspiration oh, in this. Well, I got, I'm inspired. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I really got to step into some things. So, aw, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>